All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the May I Have a Word podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gustavo Montes. What is going on, everybody? How are you? What's going on, everybody? Uh, How's it going? How was your week? Uh, Hope everyone that is able to go back to their regularly scheduled lives, that everything's been a smooth transition back into the workforce and all that. Um, to those that are still under lockdown orders, I do share your frustrations with you. I share all that with you and everything and um, just hope that one day we can get back to the way things were. Um, but unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, um, I wasn't um, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it, but you know, um, I feel that I'd be doing a disservice to, um, you know, uh, my fellow man and not talking about it. And, uh, that is the, um, the horrificness that, um, that took place in, uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis to be exact, uh, with the with what took place involving George Floyd, uh, by now the entire world has seen the video of George Floyd. It's uh, it's terrible. It's terrible that um, that we had to witness a murder on. Uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, on wherever you saw it. It's unfortunate that we had to witness a murder. It's unfortunate that the city of Minneapolis tonight is burning. Uh, well, you know, last night and the night they did. Um, yesterday was something that I haven't seen in a long time, man, and definitely been a long time since I've seen that here in the United States, where a uh, police department was burned down. A police department in a major American city was burned down. Like, if that doesn't show you the level of straight anger that is within the American people, then I don't know what does. You know, it's situations like this, you know, where it was Eric Gardner, where it was, um, you know, now George Floyd. Pretty much every police officer shooting has always been a conflict, an internal conflict um, within me because growing up, Growing up, when I was a little kid, before my father bounced, my father was a police officer. He worked for Mesa Police Department. He was uh, he worked in their animal control division. Then he moved up to uh, then he moved up to accident investigations and all that. And um, uh, last I heard, he retired after twenty something years. Um. But for the first eight years of my life, I was in the environment of a police department. 
My father would take me into headquarters because he was stationed out of their central headquarters in downtown Mesa. And, you know, his buddies were police officers and, you know, they would come over to the house and I would see the, you know, all the cop cars. And when I was a little kid, I, I, I didn't have enough cop cars in my collection when I was a little kid, whether it was Hot Wheels or you know, Matchbox or whatever, Micro Machines. Um, I couldn't get my hands on enough cop cars when I was a little kid. And... You know, like I, I grew up, you know, thinking that, you know, that police officers you know, could never do no wrong, that they could never be bad people. And, um, you know, the narrative really changed for me when I was uh, when I was a little kid, once my father ran out. And the thing is, is that. It didn't change because my father ran out. No, it's because the narrative changed when my father would um, would get his buddies who were police officers to start to harass my mom. And what I mean by that is, is that my father would ask his police buddies to pull my mom over for anything and everything just to just to mess with her. Um, he gave him some sob story. We later found out that he gave him some sob story about how, uh, about how she was like, you know, like royally fucking him over in the divorce and stuff like that and blah, blah. So, you know, all these cops were like, oh, you know, you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. And, you know, um, and you know, that to me was, it was seeing my mother, you know, be bullied like that. For me at an age where I couldn't do anything about it, even if I wanted to, um, it really hurt. It really hurt to see that guys that I looked as heroes become villains. And it was, it seemed like it was a gang mentality. And, and, and I knew that it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't right what they were doing. You know, I was raised in a, because my father was also in the military. He was also in the military and, you know, so we were raised in a strict environment of where you do what you're told, keep your mouth shut, speak when you're spoken to, you know, things like that. And so when all this started to go down between my my mother and my father and I started seeing the officers abuse their power when it came to what they were doing with my mom, it started, that's where it started kind of, you know, chipping away with me. Um, you know, I, I was, I started to lose that respect for law enforcement because I, I looked at it in the sense of that, you know, how the hell are you guys supposed to be my heroes, my personal heroes, when you're making my mom hurt like this. And only because my father, who ran out on his family to start a new family, just told you to. You know, what kind of coward shit is that? And so that's when the narrative changed for me. And I just realized, I'm like, you guys are just a gang. That's it. You guys are a legal gang. 
That's all you do. You guys take orders. You know, you guys got a shot caller. Apparently, in this case, it was my father. He told you, hey, pull this car over. You see this truck, pull it over. Think, think of whatever reason. And I was in the car with my mom a few times when it had happened. And um, and uh, my mom started fighting back. My mom started fighting back. And, and, and she was uh, she would say, you know, um, uh, you know, like I like I, I need your badge number and your supervisor and stuff like that. Like she started getting she started getting rowdy with them. She started getting rowdy with them and didn't hold back. And the second she started that shit. The, oh, how quickly, just as quickly as they began, they ended. And the guys were like, yo, dude, I'm not fucking getting written up for you and your vendetta and you and your little war that you were waging with your ex-wife. Not doing it. So they stopped and whatever. And, um, but you know, then it's like, as the years went on, the mature person within me started to, you know, take over. And I knew that I couldn't define all police because of an action from a few police you know, you don't throw the whole batch away when there's a couple of bad apples and you just get rid of those bad apples. But unfortunately, we have seen repeatedly through the course, you know, of time that, you know, it just seems like this is the narrative of a white cop killing a black person. Um, unfortunately, we will we won't see that happening in the Latino community or the Latinx community before anyone gets on my ass for that, the Latinx community. Um, reason why is because let's call it what it is. If they're, if, if they, if they happen to be harassing someone that's not legal, why the hell is that illegal person going to rock the boat? They're just going to take that abuse and they're going to be like, shit, man, yo, as long as I get to stay here. But the senseless killing of Ahmaud Arbery, then Breonna Taylor, and now George Floyd, there's a certain demographic out there that is like, oh, well, you know, you, you, like, you know, you don't need to make your point by writing. What does that do? What does that do? That shows you, you only left them one choice. You only left the oppressed one choice. They tried a peaceful protest. Remember number seven that played for the San Francisco 49ers? Remember that guy? You remember him? Yeah. You crucified him. You took his career away. That's what you did. He was doing a peaceful protest, wasn't, wasn't hurting anybody, wasn't hurting anyone, but you crucified him. You didn't want to hear it. That was a peaceful protest, quiet. Not one word said, you're just pissed off that a silent black man spoke volumes and brought light of something that you didn't want to see. So when you tell someone they can't peacefully protest what option are you leaving them what are you leaving them an extra extra super duper secret quiet protest 
Is that what you're doing? No. You're leaving them the one that nobody wants to see. Because it's simple physics, ladies and gentlemen. For every action, there's a reaction. And in this case, the reaction is that of a... I don't know if you guys have ever seen plate tectonics on how an earthquake is formed, on how an earthquake hits. See, there are two plates, right? Two plates. And when one gets hit by another plate, that other plate that gets hit takes it, takes it, and takes it, and takes it, and takes it for who knows how long it'll take it until one day that plate snaps and it gives way. And when it snaps back to where it was, it can release a shock wave that will destroy everything in its path. And that is unfortunately what is currently taking place this very minute in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where over a hundred buildings have been destroyed, set off blaze, set on fire, have been looted, have been gutted. Now, I don't agree with the rioting. I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. But destroying a community is is one thing. Look, I don't I don't agree with it, but at the same time, I understand it. I understand it. I do. But you want to know why I don't agree with it? And I don't know if you guys remember the Rodney King riots that took place out here in Los Angeles back in 90 what was it, 94? 90, no, I'm sorry, it was 92. Um, there was video of an elderly black man. And I think his business was just put up in flames. And this black man was like, he didn't know what to do. He was screaming, he was crying, he was doing both. And he was just saying, he goes, I'm a black man and I'm hurting, but you guys just took the one thing that I had in this world. You took it away from me. He goes, why, why did you do this to me? And I felt so bad for that man. I saw this on a documentary. If you guys ever want to watch it, it's a documentary called Let It Fall. And uh, it's on Netflix. Um, uh, There's also another pretty powerful one on Netflix called LA 92. Um, and, uh, and, and two amazing documentaries, but it like that scene just stuck with me. It really did. And, um, and you know, like I just don't agree with the rioting, the burning of the buildings, because, you know, you're taking away someone's livelihood, someone's, someone's job. We already lost a shit ton of jobs because of the coronavirus, and now we're losing them because of our own people, which, look, as I say, I don't agree with the riots. I don't. I wouldn't be joining in with them, but I understand it. I understand it, and I'm not going to get in your way. I'm not going to get in your way. Just don't expect me to join. Don't expect me to join. I'll stay out of the way. I won't agree with it, but I understand. I understand the frustrations. 
I understand the amount of people that have been killed that were unarmed. What pisses me off is that every time that there was a mass shooter, that there was a mass shooter of a certain demographic, they're taken into custody by peaceful means. All George Floyd did was got the cops called on him because he possibly, he may have possibly forged a check or uh, the, they don't even know what the fuck it was. They don't know if he, if, like, like if he tried to forge a check or if he tried to pay with, with, uh, with counterfeit bills. They don't know which one it is. I'm like, get your fucking story straight. And another big thing is that the city of, of Minneapolis, the state of Minnesota, they're sitting on charging these cops. They've apparently been fired. Okay. Yeah, did you think that that was all? No. In this country, you can hold somebody in custody for 24 hours. Without without officially charging them, you can hold them for 24 hours. Now, the city of Minneapolis can easily can easily put an end to all this by arresting those four officers. Holding them for 24 hours. Why they haven't done it yet? Beyond me. Beyond me. You have every proof of murder on that videotape, and yet you're sitting on your hands. You know, um, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. This officer, Derek... Chauvin, this dude's been, this dude's had 17 complaints filed against him. 17 complaints filed against him. Everything from wrongful shooting to uh, use of force. He was involved in a police chase that had th- that got three people killed. I mean, you know... It, You know, he was only reprimanded once and that, and, and that once, that once came in the form of a written letter, written letter, a written letter, pretty much a slap on the wrist and saying, don't do this again. Don't do it again. You know, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, um, you know, it's, it's something that's very difficult and, um, uh, you know, I don't, um, I don't know what it's going to take and I pray to God I pray to God that this shit changes quick because, um, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I don't want to see, I don't want to see, um, you know, more people killed over this. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. You know, so I'm. All I can do from where I'm at, I place a phone call, I ask, 
you know, I demand that charges be brought. I sign the petition. That's all I can do. It's all I can do. None more. There's, there's, there's nothing much more that I can do other than that. Do my part. Just sign the petition, place a phone call. Um, you know, uh, and that's it. That's it. Um, you know, um, I mean, I understand, you know, that, you know, that, that we come here to have fun and stuff like that, but there are moments in life that, that I cannot, you know, distance myself from, you know, um, it's just something that it just means a lot to me because, you know, like I, I, you know, like I told you, it's like, I get caught in the middle. Like, I don't get caught in the middle. That was stupid of me to say, but what I mean is, is that, you know, the whole world wants to look at a cop as he, as he's an evil individual. When, when not all, every officer's evil, not every cop is evil. People within my family hate cops. People within my immediate family hate cops and wish that all cops would just vanish. Now, whether or not you 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 make up your own interpretation on the word vanish, but that's what they think of cops. They hate cops. There's a large number of people out there that hate cops, but not every cop is evil. I once wanted nothing more than to be an LAPD officer. I wanted nothing more than to have that career. But unfortunately, something took place on October 5th, 2011, that will forever keep me from that. I will be able, sometime in the near future, I will explain to you all what exactly took place on that night that has kept me from becoming a police officer. It's been one of the hardest things in my life that I've ever had to accept and come to terms with. But, um, no, it's nothing of like, you know, like, oh my God, you know, do you get DUI, you know? You get caught with a hooker blowing cocaine up her ass? What'd you do? No, none of that. None of that. I wish, I wish I would have gotten caught with like a hooker and something like that. Yeah, because then I'd have a reason. This one I don't. Well, I mean, I do have a reason, but it's one that, um, it's one that I never thought I'd have. And you all will know what that is. But right now is not the time, not the time. But, you know, right now the whole world is looking at officers as if they're all evil, but they're not. I will continue to support police and give them my support because I understand that. It's just the same way that when it comes to, you know, me not wanting to be known as, as a cholo, as a gangster, as a member of the cartel. There's a shit ton of Mexicans out there that have fucked it up for me because of what they've done. 
But I'd like to think that I'm one of the good ones. I'd like to think that I'm one of the ones that have that is going to, has made, and will proceed to make a positive impact and be a positive uh, contributing member of society. That's what I believe to me as to who I am. So, the thing is, at the end of the day, as American as I am, as American as I am, I was raised to be the all-American boy. You guys listen to the podcast. You know how I was raised. I was raised to be red, white, and blue, baby, through and through. Make no mistake, I am red, white, and blue. However, just as much as I'm red, white, and blue, I am brown. And when it comes to the judgment of the color of my skin, I stand with those that have been oppressed for the color of their skin and only that. If someone's going to disrespect me, if someone's going to want me dead and gone off of this planet, it's because of how I've treated them and the actions that I've done, not because of who I am and what I look like. Period. So, saying that, George Floyd, I'm on your side. Everyone that is rioting and looting, hey, I don't agree with your decisions, but I'm not going to stand in your way. I support you guys. I support you. There's only so much pushing someone can take until they push back. And most of the time, that person's going to push back a lot harder. And as we've seen right now, a police station has been burned down in a major American city. That's pretty, that's pretty significant of a pushback. If I've ever seen one. So. Ugh. All right. Let's shake that off. You know, I just, I just, you know, I wasn't able to. just wasn't able to, you know, to start the podcast off on, you know, our usual happy-go-lucky selves, you know, just so much anger and so much, so much ugliness and hate within that, you know, we just, uh, um, you know, we're just, uh, I'm just gonna try to, uh, you know, to move on, you know, let's move on, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, Let's move on and let's have a good time, yeah? Move on, have a good time. Cause because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when when the anger wears down and everything like that, we laugh. We laugh, we have a good time and everything, and uh and oh wow. Alright, 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 alright. So yeah. You know, I got some got some people reaching out about last Thursdays podcast 
or last Thursdays, last Tuesdays, Jesus Christ, where the hell are my days at? I have no clue what the hell days are and whatever. Um, you know, uh, some people were like, you know, some people were very understanding of the term coconut. But it was a thing, though. It's like people that were like hitting me up and be like, oh, you know, I get called a coconut all the time. Doesn't bother me, none. I'm like, yeah, you fucker, you grew up in Los Angeles. You know, you grew up in East LA, man. Look at look around you. Look where you grew up. Dude, you grew up like in the most optimal place to be called that. You kidding me? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> you know, it's like a white kid saying, oh, man, man, when I grew up, man, you know, they, you know, dude, they used to call me Cracker. Really? Where'd you grow up? Beverly Hills? Oh, my God. How offensive. What fucking, what member of the crew team called you that? Jesus H. <sighs> yeah, just yeah, being called a coconut. Don't like it. Don't like it. I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. But, you know, I digress and I move on. That's what I do, baby. That's what I do. So, um, I was actually sent something very interesting, very interesting, uh, by the, uh, by the, uh, so I get sent a broken down demographic of who listens to my podcast. And, um, believe it or not, not only, it's not just only my peeps within the United States that are listening. Your boy has gone international. That's right. Gone international. Uh, I was informed that a percentage of my audience is from La France, uh, Canada, UK, and Alemania, which is Spanish for Germany. That's right. May I have a word podcast is going out live in France, Canada, United Kingdom, and Germany. Well, enchanté. Hey. Good day, governor. And, um... How do you say hi in German? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, Germany, I promise I'll make that up to you. Don't know how to say hello. Hello. Uh, Avida Zang. Avida Zang, there we go. Uh, type. if anybody sneezed. Um, but, um, yeah, that was really interesting to hear. That was, or that was really interesting to see, uh, that, I mean, I've got no clue, no clue how the hell they found me over there, but it was really cool to be able to see, you know, the international, uh, love and everything like that, that, uh, that has been, uh, shown to the May I Have a Word podcast. That was really awesome to see. Um, uh, you know, like I really, really, uh, uh, am proud of myself, man. I'm, you know, I gave myself a little pat on the back for that one. You know, I mean, like I've, I've done something with the podcast, you know, that I never thought I would be able to do, which is, you know, put my voice out there and everything like that. 
Uh, and you know, it's funny because on all my social media accounts, whenever I will, um, you know, sit there and be like, Oh, Hey, you know, new episode out, whatever. I'll get like two likes on it. Like nobody will like it. However, when I post something else that is literally anything else in the world, you know, I get 50 to 60 likes within like 10 minutes. But anything related to the podcast on social media, it's like people are like, we don't care. And I'm like, hey, man, you know what? Proof's in the pudding, though, people. You know, you can't argue with it. You can't argue with it. And I'm, and you know, just, I say it every week, but just a big thank you to all you guys that are listening and everything. And, uh, and you know, hey, it's, it's okay to be proud of yourselves every now and then. And that's what I am right now. I'm giving myself a pat on the back and I may treat myself to a glass of red wine sometime this weekend. Cause I do like wine. I like myself, a a Cab Sauvignon. That's my brand. Cab Sauvignon. Um, not my brand, but my type of uh, red wine that I like. So if any of you are thinking about getting me a bottle for my birthday, uh, Cab Sauvignon is how I roll. Thank you very much. Um, but let's face it, uh, I'm going to be in lockdown for my birthday. So, you know, um, maybe an, you know, a virtual high five shall do it. Um, I am uh, getting pumped for the birthday, getting pumped for the birthday. Don't know why, but I'm getting pumped. I'm going to be able to go and take my run up Mount Hollywood as I do every year. Um, uh, for the last six years. I have made that run up Mount Hollywood every year. Every morning, uh, I start my birthday off with a run up Mount Hollywood that I get to the top of the Hollywood sign by 7.31 a.m. Because that is at the exact precise time that yours truly made his entrance to the world. 7.31 a.m. June 19th, 1988, the same day that the Los Angeles Lakers went back to back against the bad boys of Detroit. That's right, baby. That is right. Little known fact for you people out there. The Los Angeles Lakers, your boy's favorite all-time team, won the NBA title the day that I was born. How about them apples for you? Huh? That's how I knew I was going to be a Laker fan. I popped out. Doc said, oh, hey, magic for three. Showtime. That's right. And my little 10-pound baby self walked out and was like, ooh. I walked out a winner, baby. Walked out a winner. But that was before the friend zone. And then it became a real. Those were some rough years. But my Lakers are going to win it again this year. We're going to win it. Coronavirus or not, baby, my Lakers are coming back and they're going to win the NBA title. You heard it here first. I don't want to hear no bullshit from any Clippers fans. So we're making it happen, kids. We are making it hap, hap, happen, baby. So, um, you know, that's that's what's going on. That's what's happening on that front. But anyways, um, so I'm excited to be able to do that because... Um, you know, that's going to get me pumped for the rest of the day. Believe it or not, if I'm able to start that hike and end it by like, and be back full round trip of the hike, if I can end it by nine o'clock, 
9.30, oh man, the rest of my day is like, I'm pumped for the rest of my day. The rest of the day, it's like, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, to hit it hard. And, um, so, uh, you know, only problem is that I haven't done that hike in a year. So hopefully it doesn't kick my ass. Um, uh, so that is what I'm going to be starting my birthday off with. Um, <laughs> like I told you last week or on Tuesday that my boy from Phoenix, Mr. Thaddeus Shade, he said he's getting me an OnlyFans account. <laughs> um, so I'm not alone on my birthday. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do with that. But, um, you know, I'm, you know, hopefully I'm still trying to think about where I'm going to order from dinner because I doubt that LA County will have restaurants for dining open. So I'm going to be ordering takeout that night. Um, and, uh, I'll figure out who and where I'm going to go and order from. So, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking if anyone's got any ideas or suggestions on what to possibly do, let me know. Let me know because uh, I'm not fat for no reason, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm fat because, hey, I love to eat. That is right. I like to eat. You know, there's no discrimination here. No discrimination. Um, you know, I eat everything. I do. It's just the fact of the matter is that Chinese, Greek, Mediterranean, um, you know, uh, when it comes to fish and chips, Mexican, Italian, anything and everything, French cuisine, that's right, sushi, bring it on, bring it on, nope, so, um, I don't know where I'm gonna be spending my, uh, my birthday meals, um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to be hitting them hard that day. You'll be hitting the meals hard that day. And, um, uh, the gyms are getting closer to being reopened. There's a plus. Maybe I may get two workouts on my birthday. Who knows? Who knows? The gyms could be open by then. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more excited. Like the closer I get to my birthday and, uh, and you know, it's, um, yeah, I'm just, I just can't wait to get back on that trail, man. I've only, uh, I've done the trail the last six years, uh, except for one year, which is 2018. And the only reason why I missed it was because, uh, I wasn't in Los Angeles. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even in the United States. I was, uh, in Costa Rica. Yeah, I was in Costa Rica that day. Uh, not working out at all. I was drinking tequila straight from the bottle and I was laying on a hammock on the beach. That's right. That's right. One of my all-time favorite trips of my life right there. Pretty much the only trip of my life, but still one of the all-time best. And, um, literally just, oh my God, if I could do anything right now, I would hop on a jet and go straight there to Tamarindo, Costa Rica. Stay at the El Jardín del Eden. That's the Garden of Eden uh, boutique hotel. Uh, adults only. Adults only, mind you. Yeah, that's right. Because um, uh, it was simple. It was simple. The reason why I had an adults only boutique, 
uh, was because I was going to be damned if I was going to be woken up by six-year-olds running up and down the hallway screaming at 7 a.m. while I'm recovering from a massive hangover. Yeah, not happening. I would have grabbed those kids and punted them off the first bridge that we came across. Uh, so um, that's why I had to go for an adults-only boutique. was not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. Um, uh, yeah, that trip was awesome was awesome. Uh, I heavily regret who I went with, but, uh, that trip was awesome. It was great. Cool. Uh, lived and I learned uh, about who to bring on trips and who not to bring, but it overall, overall was an awesome trip. Unforgettable freaking trip that it was. Uh, and I can't wait to take the next one. Can't wait to take the next international trip. I do believe that my next trip, next international trip is going to be to one of three places. One of three places, my friends, and that will either be to the Caribbean, uh, live life like Jack Sparrow. Uh, it'll be to Greece because I just absolutely adore anything and everything when it comes to that country. Let me tell you what, phenomenal food, phenomenal views and the waters there. I mean, can you find waters more crystal clear than you can in Greece? I don't know. Or going to go visit my own people. No, not Mexico. Uh, I, you know, I spent six weeks of my quarantine learning la lenguaje de la Francia. That's Spanish for learning the language of France. Um, but yeah, you know what? I've learned some French and I would love to, you know, introduce myself. Just being able to walk into a nice little place that shows a croissant and, uh, you know, just be like, uh, bonjour, buongiorno, je m'appelle Gustavo. And then just have them engage in a full on conversation with me and me just nod and say, ah, oui, oui, si, si, si. And then forget everything I learned. But... Uh, yeah, so one of those three places I'm going to have to go and visit, um, it'll be the Caribbean, Greece, or France, who knows? So, uh, you know, I, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm starting to feel that itch, man. I'm starting to feel that, you know, that traveling bug and when you catch that bug, man, it's a hell of a lot worse than catching food poisoning. Let me tell you, let me tell you, cause that damn bug just doesn't leave no matter what you do, no matter what you take for it. So I just, I'm just trying to, um, you know, be on, uh, be ready for when this damn quarantine ends and whatever. Uh, they just announced, uh, yesterday that, uh, that it's any minute or by, by today, they announced yesterday that by today, so any minute now, um, we can have our official date of when the quarantine, the restrictions will be lifted. So I am <sighs> standing by my phone a lot more eager than that, uh, you know, like when you send that text message, that risky text message to that person that you've been dying to talk to. You know what I mean? You've been there. That's right. So, uh, you know, I'm just standing by the phone waiting for that ring to go off from L.A. Times breaking news. And um, 
And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm paying attention to it more than, uh, you know, that risky text that I've sent off to the young lady only to be told, Gus, I think you're the greatest guy in the world, which by the way, any text message that starts off with, you're the greatest guy in the world is not going to be good news. So, um, you know, there's that, you know, there's that, there's that. Cause, uh, yeah, (laughs) I have experience in this, unfortunately. It's just the truth, people. Okay, calm down. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, hell, I'm good. I'm glad, you know, uh, made me the man that I am today. Bitter. <laughs> but no, um, but yeah, so I am uh, just eagerly awaiting June 19th now because, look, even if the restrictions are still here and there and they're still up, hey, I'm still going to be able to get my tradition. Keep uh, keep on going. I also have another tradition that I keep up, and this one I still kept up even in Costa Rica, and that is, I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here, but if I already did, oh, well, um, every year. Every year, and this one's been going on for, uh, I think it's been almost like something stupid, like 19 years, I think this, this tradition's been going on. Um, I watch Jurassic Park every year on my birthday, no matter what. I, I'll, like, I'll also watch it randomly throughout the year as well, but I make sure to watch Jurassic Park at some point throughout the day on my birthday. And, um, and so... Uh, I remember that I did that in Costa Rica. I did that in Costa Rica. Uh, got drunk at one point throughout the day of my birthday. Uh, went back to my hotel room and there was a jacuzzi. There was a jacuzzi there that was on my balcony. And I remember that I sat down with a bottle. I bought the I I, I bought Jurassic Park on my phone. And uh, and. Uh, and I literally just just set up the phone there, not next to, like, not where I was going to fall in the jacuzzi, but close to it. And uh, I just set it up there, kicked back with a bottle of tequila, and uh, was watching Jurassic Park in the jacuzzi. Yep. And uh, it was awesome. It was really cool, really fun. Uh, loved, I like, I love doing that. It's my favorite film of all time. Favorite film of all time. Um, and nobody's ever going to take my, uh, my mind off it or change my mind about it. Uh, my brother, Devin, he loves to give me so much shit about that film. I swear to God, he loves to just, I like he, I don't know if he tries to like make me want to murder him, but you know, um, we'll be talking about something like randomly or whatever. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, that, that sucks, man. That was horrible. And he'll be like, Oh, you know what though? Jurassic park sucked more than that. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Um, but you know, he, he, like, he always tries to give me the business about that one. And, um, and it just royally, royally grinds my gears, baby. It grinds the gears, but I try not to let him, you know, um, I try not to show it that I'm like upset about it, you know? Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find as much positivity in this episode, people. And I hope that you are able to, to feel it and see it. Um, 
and understand it that, you know, even in these trying times that, um, you know, that I'm, I just want to smile. I just want to laugh. I just want to be able to do so much. But unfortunately, times are very odd right now. Times are very, 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 uh, just upside down and inside out. And, um, so, you know, I just try to, um, um, I'm just trying to, you know, to keep, keep it together here. And, uh, you guys are what's helping me so much with it and being able to, you know, try to find that happiness again. Uh, speaking of inside out, speaking of inside and out, I saw some list and I forgot where it was, but this list was apparently like all-time greatest Disney films. And they were talking about animated Disney films. Whoever made this list up is a jackass of epic proportions. And the only only way that I would let this person slide is if it was Helen Keller. And we know it wasn't. This person put the all-time greatest Disney animated film of all time was Wally. Wally? Really? No. Absolutely not. I reject that on principle alone. The hell you mean Wally? Who the hell's running this show? Wally? No. Lion King, my friends. Lion King, greatest Disney animated film of all time. That is right. Don't give me that shit about Wally. I watched that film for 30 minutes and not one word was said. It was brilliantly done, by the way. Brilliantly done. I really applaud that film. But it is not the number one Disney film of all time. Did it fucking scare the shit out of me by by predicting how fat we're going to be? By just not ever moving our fat asses off the chairs? Yeah, it did. Because that's exactly what happened in 2020. That doesn't take away from the fact that Lion King taught me at a very young age... Don't trust anyone, pal. And Long Live the King was officially replaced by Scar from Elvis. Because Jesus H. Christ did that moment like scar me forever. And you're fucking lying to me if you are not going to sit there and say you didn't cry when Simba was crying out for somebody to help him. That's right. Getting emotional thinking about it right now. But, um, yeah, this guy voted Wally as the number one Disney animated film of all time. I, yo, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that shit. Uh-uh. Nope. Lion King, all time. All time. It's got to be the all time one. Wally was awesome, but, you know, hey. They said that Finding Nemo was one of the top ones as well. Finding Nemo was an awesome film. It was a great film. Uh... But um not a fan of Finding Dory. Not a fan of that one. Uh, you know, as far as Dory goes, my former boss, she's taking a real hit in the public eye. What do you guys think of Ellen? Just curious. You guys like Ellen? She's alright. She's my former boss, by the way. Former boss. She's taking a real hit right now. Kind of feel sorry for her. And then I kind of don't. 
But, um, you know, uh, it's funny. I was, uh, I was at the grocery store and there was a thing of there and it was, um, it was, um, that, uh, uh, insane requests, you know, that, you know, you weren't able to look at her in the eyes and, uh, blah, 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 you know, uh, no eye contact, no gum chewing, uh, which, um, uh, that is true. There was no gum chewing allowed on set. However, this is where it, you know, where like, where it's like, that was a, like a technicality as to why she didn't allow gum chewing because she's taping a show. She's taping a show. Like how the hell would it sound if she's like, you know, talking or whatever. And then you just hear like someone smacking on their gum. Yeah, no, not happening. Like that's stupid. Like that one right there. I'm like, yo, you're trying to make her look stupid. You're trying to make her look crazy right there. But it's like, you know, you know, if you guys were recording a song, would one of the band members be chewing a gum? No. There are microphones everywhere on that stage. There's microphones everywhere. They pick up, they tell the audience they're not allowed to chew gum. Yeah, the audience was not allowed to chew gum because there's microphones everywhere and they will pick it up. They'll pick up the faintest sound. And uh, so for people to have been like, oh my God, there was no gum chewing allowed. Well, no shit. You hear a car horn from outside a soundstage clear as day if you were inside that's how big you know that's how it's how sensitive these microphones are it's like of course they're gonna pick it up god like that's what pisses me off about how when you know tabloids try to like mix everything up or whatever but um but that's as far as i'm gonna get into that um as far as my time there uh good old days of warner brothers and uh yeah so this was uh this was a bit of a uh a rough week just to get through and everything because of you know the the internal conflicts and seeing you know how half of my friends are you know you know fuck the police and you know burn the city down and then the other half are like trump supporters and they're like you know oh well you know but um you know but you know um and i'm just like oh my god Oh, dear God. But, you know, hey. That's how I am. That's how I am. You know, I'm not going to... I'm always going to choose the side of which side is right when it comes to the human race. I'm sorry. I'm always going to do that. If someone's being bullied, if someone's being harassed, if someone... If someone is being, you know, attacked because of who they are as or like, not because of who they are, but because of what they look like. No, man, I like you guys know what kind of racist pit I grew up in. And, you know, I'm never going to stand for that, period. I don't care what your story is. Not having it here, kid. So. Oh, my God. My God. So, you know, we shall hopefully, hopefully we have better news. You know, the weekend is coming. 
Um, not like I can do anything with it, but, um, you know, um, hopefully we get some good news and everything like that. And hopefully those four officers are charged and arrested and we can finally put an end to all this violence and the looting and all that shit. So, you know, and we can get back to our regular lives of, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell it is. Well, unless you live in Arizona, then you can go to work as freely as you want. Go to the gym, go to the movies, whatever. All right, whatever. Yes, I'm being a hater. I don't care. Being a hater. Because I, you know, I got to get back in the gym, man. You know, it's beach season. I was looking to look like an Adonis of epic proportions. And here I am looking like Fat Thor. Okay. And my hair is almost as long as his. I'm looking like the Mexican fat Thor right now. And that, ladies, is not attractive. All right. I can barely get a girl to date me when I have a six pack. You kidding me? Looking like fat Thor here. I might as well just pack up and call it a year. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. We'll see. Maybe I can squeeze out a couple sit-ups this weekend. <laughs> I told a friend, a friend of mine was like, was like, oh, well, you know, you know, the gyms are opening up soon. And I was all like, yeah, man, you know, hopefully they're opening up. I can't wait to be able to get back in there. Like, I think I may cry my first set. I don't know if I'm going to be crying because of the excitement to be back in there or I'm crying because my warm up weight is now my max weight. So. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I've got great muscle memory. So a couple weeks back in the gym and your boy is looking back to his, uh, to his captain Latin America self. That's right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, your Friday edition of the may I have a word podcast has come to a very end. And once again, I thank you very guys. I thank you guys very much for tuning in. Once again, you can find this on Apple, Spotify, tune in anywhere you can find a podcast you will find me along with this voice and uh, i love you guys thank you very much for tuning in the guest list is coming up folks it is coming it is going to be great i cannot wait to share it with you guys uh just got to get a couple things uh you know uh checked out here because i got to get into the actual you know legalities now of shit so um once again thank you very much I love you guys. You guys have a great fucking weekend doing whatever it is that you're doing. Whatever it is that you do, I hope it puts a smile on that beautiful face of yours from ear to ear, baby. And I love you guys. Take care. Wash your hands. And I'll see you pretty people come Tuesday.